Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All night on the beach to the break of dawn, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Some big results in the Comnibal qualifiers. And should West Ham have signed a striker? It's Wednesday, 2nd of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Adisha Hunter-Raja. Hello, everybody. Bienvenido. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Good to have you here. Andy and Fish, lovely to see you two again. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Andy, right. What have you got to say? Hello. Say something, <laughs> say something foreign. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. That's your department. Well, would you say that's on the continent? Oh, with your clever friends. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you consider us friends, Andy. Uh, chaps. The uh, the World Cup qualifiers they keep on coming thick and fast. They're not done actually. I just you know I just can't get enough of this international football. Damn it! All this and more tonight. Does it not feel you know with the, the kind of football that's been happening at the moment while the Premier League's taking a break? Mm. It feels very trans world sport. Oh it? yes, it does. And some of us like that, Vish. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. Yeah, uh-huh. perverts. But it feels like <laughs> yeah. It, it's like I I used to watch trans world sport just for like. You know, some monks playing football because hmm. that's how I'd get my hit. And it feels like all the football is in 
very unusual, very exotic places. You know, we had the Edinburgh Derby yesterday. That was fun. That was quite unusual. It's very unusual. Didn't know they very did exotic. Yeah. yeah, capital city in the same kingdom. <laughs> very unusual. <laughs> you know what they're playing at? I mean, the reason why we all know Kabaddi is because of uh, Transworld Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and ice hockey. I was, aware of I was aware of ice hockey, I have to say. Right, okay. I've, I've enjoyed World Team Tag recently. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. That's yeah. fun, isn't it? I mean, it's glorified kabaddi, isn't it? <laughs> Similar, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... Uh, you know. It's like kabaddi on a council estate. <laughs> <laughs> kabaddi for beginners. Um, anyway, enough of that crap, everybody. Let's go uh, straight to South America. There were some big results. We were talking about the South American qualifiers, of course. It is, uh, it's all to play for in there. We know Brazil and Argentina have uh, qualified, uh, predictably, typically. Ecuador are looking good, Andy. But in there, we've got we've got a situation here with Uruguay, Peru, Chile, and uh, just Colombia uh, uh, hanging on in there. Um, but, but Chile themselves got a vital win away to uh, Bolivia. Uh, Alexis Sanchez uh, among the goals, of course. Um, <laughs> kickoff was delayed because officials had to come onto the pitch and pour um, uh, uh, the water or, or try and sort of scoop the water around the, the penalty spot into buckets and carry it off. Do look at that because... If you look at that, you think to yourself, how on earth did the game go ahead? Yes. But once everybody's got up the mountain that is La Paz, Andy, I've conquered it myself, I know. <laughs> didn't, didn't, have a, didn't, didn't score any goals, though. Uh, Were you too busy with your massive broom getting rid of the water? Massively so. Yeah. I'm all about the assists, as you know. Um, then I think they, they say, oh, look, we're in for a penny, in for a pound, you know. And I think it's, it's rainy season or something like that in Bolivia. But my goodness, Fish, the scenes were wonderful. But the it, the video is really funny because they put like they put the bucket down, yeah, and they have like smaller smaller pans and buckets to scoop it in. Pans. But it's still raining, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, the yeah. bucket is still getting full. <laughs> Turn it over. Yeah. Nobody's hitting the ground. I thought like they how, they must have been at that for hours. You yeah, know, you know what they need? They need one of those water hogs that you get at the the test, don't they? Well, like oh, the su- the super sopper. Yeah, but yeah. but, it, but it, it's funny because that like in that those conditions it wouldn't be effective. What because, because it would displace the ground. Yeah, because the ground is so soft that after a while you start mashing up the soil basically. Oh, what? So you'd end up playing it on a Hackney Marshes pitch? But I worse. Mean, I like yeah. I like the idea of uh, playing a World Cup qualifier on that kind of pitch. Mm. Yeah. Also, the um, it is funny that you know you see this in Sunday League as well. It's always the penalty area that's fucked up. Yeah. Not uh, penalty area and like the centre circle. Are you saying all teams are long ball teams, basically? I think they are, yeah. I, I really like the idea of Alexis Sanchez playing and I think flourishing on a pitch of any sort of quality. Mm-hmm. He's he's the sort of player who's he's, he's the sort of flair player who would be great on a terrible pitch. I, agree. Well. I, I know what you mean. And yeah. he's, he's been able to on Inter's pitch recently. Of course, they're having it relayed. Um, they're having the San Siro mm-hmm. pitch relayed while we've got this little de facto winter break at, yeah. the, at the moment but because Alexis Sanchez who scored twice in this game mm. is kept in cold storage for most of the time at the moment not first choice for Inter in pretty much the whole time that he's, he's been there when you let him out the cage he just mm. goes nuts oh yeah it's fun but it was, it was a vital win for them mm. that uh, you know Ben Brereton Diaz's Chile we want to see him at the World Cup yeah I, w- I was thinking about we this we want to see BBD yeah. at the World Cup yeah that's I- what we want I have to. I have to say, uh, who was it? Some someone planted a, a jocular rumor mm. on on transfer deadline day mm-hmm. uh, that um, Barcelona were interested in Ben Brereton Diaz. Yes. Uh, one, I thought that was 
extremely snobby. Yeah. The idea that linking him to a club of stature was some sort of well, joke. Why Akil Barcelona because, in Ecuador, Andy? Because he's he's been incredible. Also, Answer the, 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 the joke <laughs> the joke of it that was, <laughs> you know, he's way more sustainable than a lot of their other signings. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I thought it was unnecessarily harsh on someone who's who's having an amazing time. He's having a lovely time, and they are sixth though. And of course, the top four go through, and then that fifth place goes into the <clears throat> playoff, and 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 so on. So, as we said the other day, you know, Ecuador looking very very good in third. Um, you 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 would fancy them to do it, although obviously there's a couple of fixtures remaining. Um, Uruguay, they they themselves got a they got, they got a big win against. Um, uh, Venezuela, as you'd expect, a goal for new Spurs signing, Mr. Bentacur inside the first minute, and obviously Cavani and Luis Suarez. Don't worry, they, they, got they, <laughs> they are still persevering with him. I mean, they've 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 moved on from what Cavani and Suarez. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they've moved on from they, they're persevering with them. I mean, they have provided a fair bit in the Uruguayan shirts, have they not? You cannot play with those two up front anymore. Well, evidently you can, Andy, because they both scored in a four-one win against Venezuela. Yeah, well, you can only beat what's put in front of you. <laughs> Fish back me uh, up. Here. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, <laughs> I get it. it's very interesting if they go into the World Cup with those two up front. That's what I'm saying. Who would who would you have instead of them? Would you play one instead of the other? And, I, and then, but well, then, who would you play up? Top Cavani's of Cavani's the one who can actually still run. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the difference. Luis Suarez is now he's no longer fueled with post Barcelona hatred to the yeah, same degree as he was last season. Yeah, but they'll get it and season. they'll find a way. Whoever they're playing, it'll be like Uruguay if they get to the World Cup and they'll play, I don't know. It's a discussion. Say, they'll, it's they'll, a discussion say they'll play in South Uruguay. Korea. They'll it's play a... South Korea, for example, and they'll find a way for him to, like, oh, have you heard that in South Korea they do this? And actually, if you think about it, that's mugging you off and they'll manage to kind of fuel him like that. That's what they'll do. They'll just find a way, Andy. He's got, he's got a bit of quality left in there. And he's got a bit of hatred in there, and therefore, <laughs> therefore, you got to, you got to take him if they qualify, though, because because Uruguay themselves <clears throat> are in fourth now. You know, obviously, they they're, they're currently in the spot, um, but the team who are struggling though are Colombia, and we've enjoyed Colombia at uh, recent World Cups, um, especially when we beat them on penalties. You know, any <laughs> team that can lose to England on penalties, we yeah. want them there. Mm-hmm. We we need them there uh, for crying out loud. But they lost one nil to Argentina. Argentina on a twenty nine uh, match unbeaten streak. Uh, and uh, going by Papu Gomez's words, the players are having a great time uh, with that Argentina team right now. He said, if we could, we wouldn't sleep. When everyone returns to their club, it's a dagger to the heart. Back to, back to the hell of having a super time at Sevilla. Yeah, exactly. But Colombia down in, uh, in, down in seventh, uh, they're not going very, very well at all. Uh, 17 points. They're, they're five points off that fourth spot. So perhaps fifth spot is, is more realistic. However, though, for Colombia, they're playing Bolivia and then they are playing Venezuela. So they've got two winnable games. And uh, Yeah, Uruguay... to win, win games, you have to score, though, don't you? And they, that, they That's need... the issue for them well, at the moment. Okay. Where, why is, where has that come from? Because you look at their team and you think, it looks on paper a team that should be able to at least create chances. chances. And someone in Muriel, who I've always assumed is passable goal scorer. Well, and Luis Diaz as well. Diaz, Who's yeah. just signed for Liverpool. Yeah. He's got a lot of goals for Porto. And he was the last scorer for them eight mm. games ago. Yeah. Eight games ago. I mean, that is it's mad. Re- it's remarkable. You're going to slag off Radamel Falcao in a minute now you've got to pop at Luis Suarez, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? Go on, slag him off, Andy. Well, the chances haven't been Well, they shouldn't play Espria anymore. Come on. <laughs> 
Can Valderrama do the box-to-box? Did he ever do it? No, go on, sorry. Well, he's, he's had a haircut now, so obviously he can no longer be considered for well, the team. we're not interested then. Um, but they are struggling. So, so I mean, that's the thing with, with, with uh, the South American qualifiers. Like I said, if you, uh, if you get Ecuador, that's lovely. If you get one or two of the others. But unfortunately, you do miss out. You might miss out on a Peru or a Colombia. But them's the breaks, of course, everybody. Brazil beat Paraguay 4-0. Uh, goals for uh, Philip Coutinho and Rafinha among um, among them. Those were bangers, were of they? Of course, not? they were bangers, Andy. That's what we like to see. But we've we've talked a little bit about um, aging strikers. Well, let's talk about a very aged striker, a former striker. One could uh, say um, the re- original Ronaldo was a guest on Christian Vieri's Twitch channel this week, which is just a wonderful sentence to uh, to utter. Of course. He had some interesting things to say, particularly on his relationship with uh, Romario. And he said, I learned a lot from Romario and Bebeto. They were an inspiration for me, even if Romario was a motherfucker. <laughs> because he forced young players to clean his boots or bring him coffees. So what? So were they speaking Italian? I assume so. So is is Mar- it could have been English because Ronaldo's English is I didn't see this. Obviously, Vieri speaks fluent. Yeah, yeah. But, but he famously hates speaking English. Ronaldo does. Yeah, yeah. But it's on no Twitch, Vieri. Yeah. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. But he does a lot of punditry in English. We can't hate it that much. Yeah. Does he not do a lot of work with ESPN out in America? Yeah, but but he he does not enjoy speaking English. But well, I think he, I think he might have turned a corner now with that. <laughs> so when he watches, he might have turned a corner. Well, I mean, right. if he's if he's if he's a pundit reasonably <laughs> regularly speaking English. So when he was watching the Ashes, did he put it in Italian? Like, <laughs> Exactly. Just think about Could it. Provide a service, couldn't he? Yeah. Just yeah. think about this. Christian Vieri might well know who you are. Why do you think that? Because you're a a, a man of the of the bat, and uh, so is he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Bruce Wayne, yeah. men of bat. He might have watched some of your uh, cricket coverage before and read some, read some of your articles. That's not. That's not the maddest thing you've said. No, just stick around, everybody. <laughs> so, so we're we're thinking Vish's biggest fans: Christian Vieri and Reno Gattuso. Why Interesting. Why Gattuso? Gattuso is famously into cricket. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. So why? Didi Haman. Yeah, that, that, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You're about to say that makes sense. Yeah, everybody's German. Play well, no, because he, tweet, he tweets a lot about cricket, <laughs> yeah, as, okay. do, as does Janik Balassi as well. Yeah, um, right. But the... Yeah, Gattuso's into cricket. Yeah, he is, yeah. How, through what? He got into it when he was at Rangers. Oh, well, I mean, that was... I mean, I know they play a lot of cricket in Scotland, yeah. but that's that's... Wow. This is what happens when there's no Premier League, everybody. Um, Cristiano, he'd, be, he'd be a great number three. Cristiano Ronaldo knows who Andy Brassel is and maybe Dennis Irwin remembers who I am. Um, so, yes, he went on about Romario. Um, and this was in the 1997 uh, uh, training camp for the Copper America. Of course, Ronaldo was a lot younger at the time, weren't we all? Um, he said, Romario suddenly told me, get up, we go out tonight, don't worry. He had prepared a ladder to climb over the hotel's wall and there was a taxi waiting for us on the other side. We returned at 5am and I was exhausted the following day in training. I understood that Romario did it on purpose to tie me out and take away my spot in the starting 11. Now, 1997, I mean, you know, Ronaldo was absolutely hammering the goals in for, for yeah. Barcelona around that time. And of course, 98 World Cup would, would go on to make his mark. But yes, that I mean, Romario, I love the fact that because Romario presumably returned at 5am as well, he's used to a late night. He is very yeah. used to that routine, can manage it on three hours sleep. And at that point, he probably wasn't doing much running around anyway. Um, so yeah, dirty tactics from Romario, but that's, you know, doesn't surprise one, does it? Did he also take him out what three hours before the '98 World Cup final? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's are you, are you. There's many conspiracy theories I've well, heard yeah. about that final. That's not one of them. <laughs> um, gentlemen, let's move on to the Asian qualifying. Harvey Renard, Saudi Arabia were beaten two 0 by Japan, 
who are now just a point off the Saudis at the top of Group B. Uh, Minamino scored in that game for Liverpool fans. How about that? So, yes, uh, Saudi Arabia and now Japan looking good. Australia drew two all with Oman, three points behind Japan. Looks like they'll have to go through the playoffs. They are playing Japan and Saudi Arabia. I have it on uh, good authority from Australia that they are concerned and they're thinking, do you know what? We haven't done enough and we'd be lucky to get to the World Cup, which is a shame because we used to see in the Aussies there. But there we are. Um, now, also in the, the Asian uh, qualifying, Vietnam picked up their first win ever in a qualifier yesterday with a 3-1 win over China. Both countries celebrating the U, uh, Lunar New Year, Andy. And how about that? Well done to Vietnam. What, yeah, have, you well got, done what have you got to say on that? Very little. Have you? Anybody? What's the, what year is it? We, there's an animal, isn't there? It's uh, tiger this year. The year of the tiger. It is the year of the tiger. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. It, it's time to move on, perhaps. <laughs> Just, uh, r- Good. <laughs> is that is why you were trying to bat for Radamel Falcao earlier? Oh, El Tigre. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's the year of Tony Tiger, everybody. Um, so then let's go back do to... Do they Dem- sell Frosties anymore? Of course they do. I don't think so. Of course they do. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any. We're outside the EU. We can eat what we want. Um, <laughs> on to more domestic He's matters, He's been cancelled. On to more domestic <laughs> matters. Andy, last night, it wasn't just World Cup qualifiers. Of course, there was some Football League action. Wimbledon 2, Cheltenham 2... Our spies in the ground found that you and your good friend David Cartledge, who can be heard on on, on the continent, yeah. were seen in the director's box eating some curried goat. Well, I was e- eating some curried goat, but not in the director's box. Ah, oh, so our spies need to um, we improve. Need to, we need their... to get new ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, polish their telescope. They need to use both eyes. Yeah. What, are you, what are you having the curry goat with? Um, it rice. came with rice and coleslaw. Coleslaw. Mm, that's odd. It was. It was nice actually. No plantain was a no. None of that. Although it was very strange, like the the stall was nice, the food was nice. There was the the choice of jerk chicken or curried goat or a baked potato with cheese and beans. <laughs> you messed up there, mate. Ooh, with curried with, <laughs> with curried goat on the baked potato. Could you have done that? No, I don't, I don't think you could have done. But that is an idea, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of thinking that. Um, that sometimes if you go to a cafe, they just like, no, 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 that that's not the combo. And you know, all you got to do is yeah, take just... a spoon from that. No, no, we don't do that. Yeah, it would have to be a big potato to make it work. <laughs> I remember being in a, in a proper old East London cafe with Luke once, and there was a guy. It was called Arthur's Cafe, and Arthur was in there, and uh, which was terribly exciting. And uh, basically, he was like, he just told you the menu. Oh yeah, yeah. One of those ones, <laughs> right? Yes. You can have chicken, liver, bacon, and beans. Or you can have chicken, bacon, <laughs> beans and potato. And you go, oh, can I just have one or the other? No, I don't do that. It's like, but you've said all those words. You've said every single one. It's not even written down, man. <laughs> it's just on a stone tablet somewhere. Um, so, yeah. So, Andy, a good point for Wimbledon in the end. A late goal, AFC. Yeah, we could have done with a win. And uh, I, I haven't won for a while. But at least we scored a couple of goals, which in- is not to be sniffed at at the a- moment. Absolutely. And also, Andy... Good news for you is your beloved Leon scored a couple of goals last night against Marseille in a huge clash, which will be dissected on on the continent. It will be now this Thursday, of course. Um, Jordan Shakiri turned on the star, didn't he? <laughs> goal and an assist. A goal and an assist. Knock me down with a feather. And Musa Dembele with with a ridiculous overhead kick, but all, but made amends for a beautiful winning goal. 
Yeah, when you say ridiculous overhead kick, that means makes it sound like he scored it. No, 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 he, didn't. he did. He did not score it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think ridiculous is the right the right um, adjective for that. Though, I, I should have said is. attempted a ridiculous overhead kick. Yes. No, but it was ridiculous, wasn't it? It's like he lost his bearings. He forgot where he was in relation to the goal. Mm. But staying with French football, if we may, everybody, for a moment, there were some some wonderful scenes this week in the in the Coupe de France. PSG goalkeeper Marcin Boulka, uh, apparently on loan at Nice, saved two penalties for Nice in the shootout against PSG, um, and uh, and and thus won them the game, putting out his uh, his his employers. And when people say, "Oh, do you celebrate against a former club?" Well, it's not a former club. He's still currently on the books there. He sprinted away in celebration, did a big old knee slide. Come on, love it. Oh yeah, I bet I bet he's halfway through the skin thinking oh well, that's killed my chance to get in the first team <laughs> yeah well how, yeah. You stop, how do I stop mid-skid <laughs> <laughs> yeah well he uh, he had to give up his number 30 shirt for Lionel Messi yeah where is it he should well, take it know, back off him it's, it's, um, <laughs> give it back <laughs> it's, a, it's a French league rule that they had to make an exception for mm. for Messi that the number 30 has to be a goalkeeper oh wow that's, that's a very interesting fact. why is that it just is just one of the little quirks some would say French bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> With, um, so very quickly, you, and, and I know obviously you're going to talk about this in OTC, but obviously there's this idea with PSG that they should win everything. But do they care about the Coupe de France? Uh, yeah, because every it, it's, it's funny because the angle from PSG is that like you have to win everything, even though it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the headline immediately after that was Pochettino, Champions League or nothing. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, right? I kind of feel like it was like that before. Yeah, to, okay, to, right. To be honest. Right. It's quite nice, though, because Nice are second, aren't they, in, uh, in Liga? They are, yeah. So, uh... Best coach in France in Christophe Gautier, who this week said Ooh. he'd be open to taking the France job at some point. It's big of him. Very big of him. What well, shambles of a league where the team at the top can just loan a goalkeeper to the team at second and not be bothered by it? Yeah, yeah you can play against. Yeah, us. have him, mate. Yeah, yeah, but we've, also... we only, we've already got his number mm. for his shirt for other players. <laughs> so you fucking have him. Yeah, but it shows you though that even they, in all their pomp, needed to learn that lesson, and now they've been punished and they're out the cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 11 points clear at the top, BSG. But, but they're out the cup. <laughs> they are out the cup, Absolutely yeah. right, absolutely right. Um, gentlemen, on to much more serious matters, uh, if, if we can. Um, let's chat about what's happening at Wraith Rovers at the moment. The Scottish Championship side have signed former Dundee United and uh, Blackburn Rovers striker David Goodwillie. He was ruled by a judge in 2017 to have raped a woman, I'm sure. A lot of people have seen this. He was sued for damages in a civil court along with ex-Dundee United player David Robertson. Now, no criminal charges were brought because prosecutors said there wasn't enough evidence. Um, Now, because they've signed him, at least six members of staff have handed in their resignations and numerous fans feel that they've not been listening uh, listened to. Tyler Rattray, the, the, the Wraith Rovers women's captain, is thought to have stepped away from the club. Val McDermott, the sponsor on, on their shirt, of course, very famous uh, uh, crime novelist, um, has said she will end her association and supportership of the club. And, I mean, was particularly outspoken as well um, on, on, this, uh, on this situation. And the club's subsequent statement has been particularly scrutinised. They said, with regards to the signing and the reaction to the signing of David Goodwillie, as with all new signings, the club has carefully considered our position as a community club and we completely respect the differing views among fans and stakeholders, many of whom have spoken, uh, many of whom we have spoken to directly in the past 24 hours and with whom we are continuing to engage. First and foremost, this was a football-related 
decision. Now, they themselves have referred to themselves as a community club in that statement. That kind of signing and the reaction, some are saying, well, hang on a minute, that is not the kind of actions of a community club. In an era of tone-deaf statements Mm. from football clubs, um, press offices, I mean, this is right up there, isn't it? Mm. It's extraordinary. And to finish it with saying this was a football-related decision, when your fans, a huge portion of your fans, it seems, Mm -hmm. uh, and the wider football community are asking you to... To look beyond that, I mean, it just it just really shows contempt for those people. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point because no one saw that signing and thought, well, they're probably doing it on his character then, aren't they? They're probably signing him because, yeah, they like the person. Mm-hmm. Rather, they, you know, <laughs> it was always, if anything, you know, that was always assumed that it was a football decision. I think the, the thing I find a bit... Well, the thing I find interesting about this in particular, this particular situation, is because it's happening now, we're in a situation where women in men's football mm-hmm. have greater prominence. And that is only a good thing for for a number of re- reasons, not just beyond making the game more meritocratic off the field, but also the fact that a lot of what's happened over the last few years in terms of some of the conversations that football has had has come through having people who are directly affected by this if not or if not maybe direct experiences of it made to feel like the sport isn't for them mm. have been welcomed into the game and they're now providing the, those important voices mm-hmm. for i suppose in many ways for calls to action such as this so for yeah. example the fact that so many prominent women associated with Wraith, Ro- Wraith Rovers have stepped away. The well, Val fact- McDermott is the, is the main one. Just to cut in, yeah. her father was a scout for the club. She's a lifelong supporter of the club. She's been on the board. She 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 sponsored a stand for crying out loud. You know, that shows you the depth. This is not someone who's just supported them in the last 10 years or something like that. Yeah. You know, that, that shows you the depth. And, and she's stepping away from something, which is a big part of her life. Yeah, and, and Tyler Rattray, the women's captain, stepping away and being quite vocal about herself stepping away. The thing I, I, the thing I'm, I, I don't know. I, I want to say maybe that I'm, I'm conflicted with is that people will say, right, you know, he has to make a living some way, mm-hmm. and people will point to, for example, the Cristiano Ronaldo situation. But it, it, the, I suppose the difference with this is the fact that much like Chad Evans, there are actually more clubs that are going to take a punt on someone like Goodwillie or. Or Evans, and you're, it always feels like we're waiting for that to happen. And when it does happen, I always think, what is the solution here? And I think maybe the best case scenario is that stuff like this is talked about. The toxic masculinity around football is talked about. You have prominent people coming out, and certainly women in power as well, and men. We you know we all need to play a part in this. Talking about it in discussing it in important ways and actually trying to find out why it is that football constantly seems to find itself in this situation and what we need to do about it going forward because they they shouldn't have signed David Goodwillie. That's my personal opinion. Agreed. They had Vox Pops outside the ground last night where some people understood the decision. But we kind of have to... Why are... I don't, and people say it's a societal problem, but why is why does football seem to be this hotbed of execrable activity for men? And and what, how how do we sort it out? I don't really know mm. beyond I don't know just 
getting kids down at an early age and being like, look, mm-hmm. this is, you don't want to end up this way or... Sorry, I'm rambling on here. But no, no, no. But I, 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 I'm I just, kind of at a loss because I feel like yeah. we co- we always have this conversation. We had it with Evans. We had it with Ronaldo. We're mm-hmm. having it with David Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And all all that is 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 valid. I agree. And I think when the 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 massive problem here as well, though, going on from that, is that Wraith Rovers' reason to exist is that embracing everyone in community, in making everyone feel part of it, and when huge parts of that diversity and the sponsorship and the support starts walking away. Just listen. Mm. You are the reason that the, they are the reason that the club exists. Mm. An excellent point. I think to finish on Andy there. All right, everybody, let's have a quick break. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Oh, welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, it's Wednesday, so that means 
It's time for pep talks. We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so happy. Believe me. I'm so happy. Sit down. Nobody talk. Sit down. Please. Drink water and relax. Here we go. <laughs> Fish, over to you. Right. Do you remember McCain from last week? The one who was going on a date. That- yes. Clashing the yes. uh, USA game, and he wondered if his date would a be interested in watching it, but b, given she couldn't do two hours before, was actually watching her beloved Ecuador. Yes, yes, and this was a first date, was it? It was a first date, yeah. And he yeah. said, "What should we do?" And we said, "You two said he should lie." Well, yeah, I, I, I advised him to lie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so sue me. <laughs> yeah. So well. We're about to find out what happened. So he's emailed him. Never tell Americans so sue me because they probably will. Yeah, that's true. I think we enjoy ramble privilege in this room. Is that right? Yes. Yes. It's like like doing the DCMS committee. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on, Fish. The law doesn't apply in here. (laughs) (laughs) As we've often uh, displayed over here. Not sure our producer agrees. (laughs) Right. Thank you for the thorough advice in last week's pep talks regarding the first date predicament. I will forever hold with me the advice that lying to restart, lying to start a relationship is good. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to follow up with an update about the actual date. Since my date was running a bit behind, right, that's one blemish, I was able to watch the first half of the US game against El Salvador, which predictably provided an abundance of disappointment. <laughs> I thank you for encouraging me not to reschedule the date, as even though the US scored once I left the date, left for the date, sorry, virtually anything is more exciting than watching the golden generation of US football be squandered under Greg Behalter. Anyway, after beating around the bush for a bit on the date, I asked if she had had seen that Ecuador had impressively tied against Brazil. Because that was the game earlier. That That was the earlier game. She was Mm. saying, oh, can we meet at this time so she can watch that game? Exactly, yeah. He wondered if he thought, well, how can I find this out? Sadly, she replied that she does not really care about soccer and that I only knew there were games in Ecuador because my professors would cancel class. <laughs> so the cancel, so not only is she not into football, cancel class, she's probably stupid as well. She's, that's, that's, she's not stupid. I was making a leap, a comedic leap. Right. Yeah, what, you'll decide if it's comedic. <laughs> yeah, I will, yeah. <laughs> So you shouldn't take it seriously, but you should, you should laugh. Yeah. So he finishes the email to say, is, is the fact that I was not tricked into letting her watch Ecuador mean that she's probably not the one for me? Or should I keep scheduling dates with her anyway for nights of the US qualifying matches since I wasn't with her when Canada drubbed the USA on Sunday? I don't think you should... Um, go out with someone who's, go- who's so stupid, apparently. <laughs> wow, not my words. <laughs> just, I'm just putting two and two together, yeah? Yeah, and what... And, and, and does she struggle with that as well? Yeah, well, she might. It depends what class the how, professor was in. How can you fish, honestly? Uh, I, I think keep going with it. Yeah, like, well, but to be fair, how was the actual day? Was it good? You know, did you have fun? Did you have a little kiss at the end? Yeah. I'm looking forward to further updates. Yeah. So, certainly. And what if the updates are good? I, I, I do, like, from a narrative perspective, and I realise this isn't the most important part of the day, I do feel a bit let down that she didn't have views, especially with everything that happened in the Ecuador-Brazil game. I know. Yeah. You know? Well, she obviously didn't watch it. Oh, that's the issue, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he could have got the highlights on his phone. Well, you haven't watched it, but look at this. I, th- I think... Yeah, he... that's, that's, 
really enjoyable behaviour on the date. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely right. Keep, keep going with it and don't do stupid superstitious things. But let us know how the actual date went because if it went, because okay, it presumably went well because he's thinking about a second date. Yeah, I'd say. And scheduling it. Yeah. See, speak to you next Wednesday, McCain. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we've got one from Anonymous. It says, because apparently other family members listen to the show. Mm. How the fuck do you get an engagement ring for the partner you have access to? Good to know you're across all stack products. Uh, when they never wear rings, own no rings and want to try and keep it a surprise. Has this email come from a guy from Ecuador? <laughs> <laughs> it's from McCain. Um, I think sort of when you're holding, just like compare the sizes of your hands, you can do that sort of subtly. Yeah. You see, yeah. there's a really simple answer to this and I thought I'd wait for you to give a terrible answer before I gave the correct answer. Okay, well, well, wait for me to give a terrible answer then, Andy. Oh, I'm, I'm there already. Oh, go, on. <laughs> go on then. Mr. Noel. Cut a finger off in her sleep and send that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the cue you were waiting for, Andy? Yeah, there we go. Some sense yeah. at last. Uh-huh. Go on then. Just get a bit of blue tack. Wrap it around while she's asleep. Bingo. But she'd feel abs- that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How is someone going to feel you? Ra- sorry, oh, sorry. May- maybe, I'm, maybe I'm too heavy a sleeper. But you can- what if she's got hairy hands and when he takes the blue tack off, <laughs> tears her hair off? Andy, you said that like so quickly as if... I mean, if last week you were saying, you know, lie to start a relationship. Now you're saying like... No, that was me. Yeah, yeah but Andy said something also quite sort of bordering on sinister. I think <laughs> I, I, you can't you can't put blue tack on, on, on people when they're sleeping, Andy. No, but you take you, it off. I know you tried that with me once why are you so, sorry, Why are you so appalled by this? Wow, because it's just a weird thing to say. Like, would you have ever thought about that? Well, the, the thing is string, isn't it? To, so I would try and get a piece of string oh, around get, the you, finger. You get a direct mould with blue tack. Oh, that's a good shout. You see? <laughs> Gordon Bennett. But surely if you had like, you could just put your hand... That's, in... that's how while you were sleeping, I compiled my full scale model of Marcus <laughs> Speller that I have in the entrance to my house. And it's covered you in blue tack. You still yeah. got some in your hair actually. And then it's like wrote... Lionel Richie in the Hello video. Uh, <laughs> I was the inspiration to Lord of the Rings. Uh, well, there we are. I think, uh, I, I don't know if we've answered yeah, that. Yeah, blue tack's a good one. It's an excellent one. We can all agree. <laughs> uh, if you've got any and that questions, way you don't have to sever a finger. If you've got any questions for us, however bizarre, send them in. Of course, we'll get to them every Wednesday for Pep Talk. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Ramble. Now we've got an update, gentlemen, that's genuinely interesting, which we pick up uh, from the story that we spoke about yesterday with UEFA going to take legal action against that pizzeria in Germany over their pizza called Champignons League, which of course is Mushrooms League uh, in, in, in German. UEFA have opted not to take legal action against them. So well done them. UEFA said that they can happily live alongside this delicious sounding pizza. So are they asking to have a pizzeria set up next to them in Neon or are they asking basically for free pizzas? Ooh. Yeah, I I, I think that they... Delicious sounding pizzas. Obviously, we can't tell if it's delicious tasting because we haven't had one yet. Um, Oh, that's a good point, yeah. I think, Andy, that they've just seen sense and back down and have got on with stuff that might actually um, make a difference in the footballing world. So there we are. Sense has prevailed for once uh, with regards to UEFA. Now, gentlemen, uh, I'd like to hear your uh, some of your verdicts on the recent uh, transfer window slamming shut. The Premier League club spent an accumulative total of £295 million, which is the second highest ever uh, in a January transfer window, which is quite interesting because it didn't feel like that, if you know what it I mean. It didn't feel like that until the Chris Wood transfer happened. Until Newcastle United <laughs> went, let's spend some cash. I, I thought that. This felt like a, a window where there was, there was a series of dominoes falling mm. and it was like another I, I th- pizza 
Yeah. It's not a pizzeria, is it? Well, it's a pizza place, yeah. Yeah, pizza place. Carry on. Yeah, so it's a pizzeria you can't sit in. Mm, I mean, yeah. you can. You just go ask to leave. You just not... <laughs> <laughs> you can sit anywhere, couldn't you? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a pizzeria but, for a bit. <laughs> yeah. But it felt, it felt like a lot of... There were a lot of moving parts and a lot of things triggered by other situations and also league situations. And it feels like that was most pronounced in the championship. Mm. And, and obviously at the mm. bottom of the table to a point, but Newcastle distort that a bit. But it felt like the championship people pushing for promotion started getting some business done. And, and I suppose a lot of it was also keeping hold of players, like Blackburn keeping hold of Bereton Diaz. I'll tell you what, Bournemouth... Fulham fo- keeping hold of Carvalho. Yeah, although that yeah. would be a bit different, wouldn't it? Because I think he was always going to come back if he had signed. Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll and, see and, how that was, pans out. and them not but, selling him on transfer deadline day was more accident than design, wasn't yeah, it? But yeah. Uh, having, having but said Bournemouth that... Bournemouth and signing the, their loan players, The yeah. Bournemouth Photoshop guy must have been so <laughs> yeah. busy. Like, how many heads did he have to graft onto Steve Cook's body? <laughs> Absolutely. A lot. Right. Andy, can you tell us more about uh, about Vekhorst, uh, who's effectively replaced Chris Wood at Burnley? Because only uh, Rob Lewandowski scored more goals uh, in the Bundesliga than him since he joined Wolfsburg in 2018. He's an upgrade. It sounds uh, a hell of a signing. Is, that. Is, we that, sort of it's start... that simple. And they've been able to get him at opportunity price because he's unvaxxed. Because Wolfsburg, Is that right? Wolfsburg were having to get rid of him because they were going into... Well, they decided to reshape their front line anyway. Mm. But he's a very good player mm. whose value was plummeting, basically because most clubs around Europe have been saying, we need players who are vaccinated. Yeah. Burnley not so bothered. Apparently, and, and he, um, he posts a lot of um, anti-vax stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I tell you what, really, really good goal scorer, um, better than Wood on the deck as well, and makes the most of a team that doesn't really create much chances. The whole time that Oliver Glasner was in charge, they were quite circumspect. Mm-hmm. So I think you need not just to look at the numbers, but the amount of chances that that team was creating. He is a great taker of chances. All right. Well, I, I think it's a good bit of business. By the sounds of that, Andy. So we look forward to seeing the big man playing for Burnley. Until they get another three games called off and they end up playing seven games in the last week of the season. <laughs> but because he's so tall, you can like break off a piece of him so you could have like two like normal-sized players, <laughs> couldn't you? <laughs> and then and blue tack him together. Yeah. Um, if you want to... There we go. Some, them, some yeah. sensible solutions there at last. We are at the Football Ramble. Uh, Vish, I'd like to ask you about West Ham. They didn't make a single signing in this window. Uh, which bemused some people because they are obviously fighting for that uh, top four finish. And David Moyes has said that money has been available. West Ham bidded fifty million plus ten million in, in add-ons uh, for Benfica player Darwin Nunez uh, on deadline day, which had been a, a record for for West Ham, but they didn't get him. Uh, Benfica rejected that, and then it uh, emerged on Saturday that they had a fifty million pound bid for Calvin Phillips turned down. They also had a bid rejected for Rafinha. As well, they made an inquiry about Patrick Schick. So, so they were clearly interested in signing some players. You say that, right? But Simon Jordan pointed out, I think quite correctly, that it's the easiest thing in the world to bid for players and make it look like you're doing something, especially when you're bidding for players you know you can't get. Yeah, but what you... if they turn around and go, yeah, go on, then we'll have that. <laughs> yeah. That's where it comes. I said, what do you think of this, though, Fish? I mean, I love the fact of them going after Calvin Phillips, if indeed they did, which sounds like they did because Rice and Phillips in the centre midfield, you know, Give it was, to me. was very good for England yeah. in the Euros, of course. I, I think it's, West Ham are re- really in a fascinating place at the moment because of how well they've done over the last two seasons. It feels like 
they're establishing themselves off the field in particular to be a consistent like top eight team. And a lot of that involves getting in a wage structure and things like that. Because if you think of some of their better signings recently, they've probably been more on the panic side of it. If you think of, for example, the way they signed Jared Bowen, they signed him from Hull to get them out of this relegation scrap. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens he's perfectly adept at being, you know, playing Mm. to a top six level, essentially. And so what they've never had to do is try and find value at, I suppose, this calibre of of the market, as it were, this sector of the market. And it's a huge blind spot for them, I think, personally. Like, it's not something that David Gold has ever had to think about Mm -hmm. because they've fluctuated so much and they've thrown money at at players like, you know, Felipe Anderson or Yarmolenko, Mm -hmm. Payet to a point where they were like, oh, you know, these are exciting players. And now they've just got to think a bit more carefully because if you look at the, the spine of their squad... Rice excluded because obviously he'll be subject to plenty of interest over the summer. They've got players there who'll be there for a while. I think the only person, the only, the last two players of value they got were probably Kufal and Suchek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they've got to start thinking of actually who are those, you know, Europa League up to Champions League type players that we can get now. We need to be shopping at those markets. And I think short term, I think West Ham fans think they've botched this because Champions League is right there. Yeah. And if you really, you definitely need another striker because it can't all be on Antonio. And it feels like they could be in a, a serious predicament where they run out of steam because they just don't have the bodies. I now. think that's, well, Andy, it. that's and... it. It's an interesting point because if you think about it, next season, surely Manchester United should think they'd be stronger. You know, Arsenal, Tottenham, Spurs, Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, there is a chance here. You're right. They had to seize the moment. I, I, I totally agree with they that. They haven't signed a forward for 907 days. And we used they used to love signing strikers, didn't they? And often it wouldn't quite work out and so on. But it's it's, it's quite a long time for West Ham. It's, it's a weird thing, isn't it? When you think of like Barcelona, who have no money, are stockpiling them. Yeah. yeah. Like, since we've been on, yes. they've confirmed the signing of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Oh, he's there. The, the interesting thing is, um, the announcement says, uh, he signed a contract till June 2025 mm-hmm. with... Um, 2025? Uh, yeah. <laughs> with a mutual get-out option in June 2023. So oh, just give it to him till 2023 then? I uh, and, he's, and he's got a 100 million buyout clause as well. Yeah. So the I, funny I, thing I, look, is, I look forward to someone swooping in for him yeah. the, the funny in thing six is, months' time. The only team stupid enough to pay that are Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's they're really clever. Oh, we're the only one. Oh, we it's, can't. it's basically like when you buy someone a present for Christmas that's something that you want. So yeah, so I, I know what you mean with with, with regards to West Ham. Um, do, I, do you just feel for those supporters who just think, oh, it's it's touching distance, but they've just sort of kind of they're trying to consolidate where they are rather than let's just try and reach out and see what we can do. Yeah, um, I mean, look, I, they're having super fun in the Europa League, and maybe they'll have super fun in the Europa League again next season. Of course, mm-hmm. that that's that's the other thing. They can go on and win the Europa League, couldn't they? When does fun become super fun? when you go from Premier League to Europa League. Yeah, although this feels like West Ham are on the cusp of going from fun to, like, too serious, aren't they? Because mm. now there's there's already, mm. that, you know, we just, like, to sum up, you know, the, the attitude from fans I saw on Twitter yesterday was quite interesting because a lot of them were quite realistic because they were like, mm-hmm. we've been good for the last two seasons, but we're still not a club of that tier. Players don't necessarily actively want to come to West Ham just yet. That this was a chance to become that club, and yeah. that might have been gone. 
Might be. But who knows? Yeah. Trust in David Moyes, everybody. That's something that we can all hold on to. Uh, tonight, gentlemen, Burkina Faso versus Senegal in the first African Cup of Nations semi-final. Mm. Tasty. Very, very tasty. We also got uh, we got Celtic versus Rangers at Celtic Park. Aaron Ramsey's not going to be featuring, though. That well, is a shame. We've already seen him in the shirt and we lifting have. the scarf. What more could you want? Uh, on the pitch. Um, hopefully there'll be goals. The Edinburgh Derby didn't produce any goals, Andy. It was a shame. It was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, I know. Mm. But you want you want goals and hearts wins. Oh, I've always, no, Hibs. Really? Hibs all the way. Yeah, yeah. I'd expect that from you. <laughs> if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a review. If you haven't spotted it, you can give us a little star rating on Spotify now. We will bloody love you for it. On tomorrow's show, I will be back with Andy and it'll be Luke instead of Vish. Lord Banter. <laughs> back in his hot seat. Back in on his throne. On his banterous throne. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, everybody. Part of the Acast Creator Network. Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thanks. Thank you, Vitushin. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you tomorrow. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.